It's good to be with you on this Thursday, and I'd like us to go to the book of Daniel. I love to go there because it's so applicable to the situation that we find ourselves in today. Here you had first the northern kingdom under captivity of Assyria, and now uh, the people of Judah were being carried away captives. Jerusalem is going to be destroyed. And in that powerfully, satanically controlled place, we find Daniel and his three friends. And it's amazing to see what happened in that very difficult time. We need to remember that Babylon was really the seat of satanic religion. The Tower of Babel, I believe, was there at that time. And you can find uh, the roots of all the false religions in Babylon. And I have no doubt that Nebuchadnezzar the king was satanically empowered. It's amazing to me that Daniel and his three friends were so protected because of their faith that they were able to keep going in the midst of all of those pressures and temptations. But in chapter 3 of Daniel, we see a, a very interesting change in one man, and that's King Nebuchadnezzar. Here you have man worshiping man. Nebuchadnezzar makes probably a major image of himself coming out of the dream that Daniel had interpreted, a gold image, or something at least represented him. And so just like we have the worship of man today, you have this great uh, orchestrated worship of this image there in the plain of Dura. And the three Hebrew children were there and were commanded to worship. And it's interesting, there are two different reactions here that we find in chapter 3. First of all, we read when they would not comply with his wishes. We read in there, Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the form of his visage was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And he commanded that the furnace to be heated seven times. Uh, you see that awful vehemence against someone who takes a stand for the Lord, because as they live out the truth, it condemns the lifestyle of the wickedness of a leader like that, plus Satan is infuriated. And so you have this awful turning on these men that he had trusted before, and they were thrown into the furnace. But Jesus shows up, the Son of Man, the Son of God. And um, we see the second reaction of Nebuchadnezzar when he sees that they're being delivered. Verse 24, then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in haste and spake. And he talks about seeing the Son of God in there. And then he comes near to them and talks to them and gives glory to their God. And he wants everyone in his realm to know about that. Isn't that amazing? From a vehement attack to a praise. That is what God can do. You see, the, these three men did not compromise, but they were gracious. They took a firm stand. They would not waver, and God honored their stand. And we find in the very next chapter, because of this, God had so prepared his heart, and then after he was humbled, he came to a true, I believe, saving knowledge of Jehovah God. Friends, that's what we need to believe. That God, if we will not compromise, if we will stand true and we will be what we ought to be, even when the attack comes, Satan can be overcome. God did it a number of times. He will do it for us. And let's be encouraged that the God of Daniel, the God of, Hebrew, of these Hebrew children is alive today 
and is able to meet our needs.